All right, our new series is Wow, Women of Worth. We're going to be starting with Genesis 2 and 3, the creation of women. Now, we know from Genesis 1 that male and female were the image of God. And this is a really crazy thing if you think about an ancient religion to say, if they were made up, that women and men equally together create the image of God. Um, that's not something that you find all that often. And yet we see that here. And now in the specific creation of women, this thing with the rib um, is... Now, there's a lot that's been said about it. There's uh, symbolism here, right, by the heart, under the arm. Um, and I think in all of that, what we see Adam understanding is that this is my equal, or this is me. This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. That God does not create Eve out of dust as he does with Adam. So it's not a parallel creation. It's not a similar creation. That it is in fact the extension of creation. That male and female um, are one whole together. Um, yeah, Hard to, to say, right, as we wrap around it. Um, and we see here that a father and mother, uh, a, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. Now, Paul will pick up this in Ephesians and say, look, this is talking also about the mystery of Christ, that Christ will leave God the Father and hold fast to the wife, the church, and shall become one flesh. But here we see already that, wait, I thought one flesh just became two, right? That taking from the rib, didn't one flesh just become two? And now that, no, they are actually still one. Um, and that's a crazy theological understanding to understand. And as we apply it into our lives, especially any of you who are married, um, to consider what that means, and especially any of you, uh, and also as any of you who are dating uh, or wanting to date, consider what that really means. That we are not just looking for a companion. We are not just looking for a parallel. We are looking for two to be made one in covenant. And what does that mean? Now, here at the fall, we do see that Eve is the first one tempted. Um, and I forgot in the New Testament, uh, they point that out, right? That Eve is the one that eats the fruit first. She's tempted first. But I really do stress that Adam is not, Adam doesn't show up and is like, what did you do? Um, because we see in verse six that she took of its fruit and ate and also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. That at this point, right, that sin is not the eating of the fruit itself. That sin is both of them, Adam and Eve, um, abdicating the responsibility and the creation order uh, that Adam was intended to lead, to guide, to protect, to fight for, to defend Eve, especially from these lies of the serpent. Um, and Eve was meant to be uh, subject under Adam, again, not as a insubordinate, right, but as an equal. Uh, and so then in the curse we see the effects of this, that Adam and Eve become ashamed. Nothing about that. Not only ashamed of themselves with God, but actually also ashamed in front of each other. They were naked in front of each other and were not ashamed. And now their relationship has been broken. Uh, we see this ultimately in the curse to the woman uh, that 
the pain in childbirth, that that what was meant to be fruitful and multiply is now going to be painful. And this, your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. That where they once were supposed to be equal and supposed to be two parts of a whole, right? I think in many ways reflecting the Trinity of God, now they will want to rule over each other. And this is really setting the stage for us for this entire series because I wish, um, I wish as maybe, you know, like a modern day feminist that the Bible is just full of women who are amazing and did nothing wrong. (laughs) And everyone's like, just be like them. But that's not the case. I also wish that the Bible was full of men that did nothing wrong, but that's not the case. That what we are going to see uh, throughout this entire series is the complexity of women and the complexity of male-female relationship, the complexity of women in society relationships, uh, the complexity of these things. And so I hope that we, you, as you are doing this with uh, us together, um, we're not looking, just as we wouldn't read for men, we're not looking for men or women to be like, that's who I should be like, other than Jesus, right? Um, because he is perfect. But throughout, you know, Old Testament scripture, what we're looking at is what is the worth of women? Um, how does God understand the worth of women and the relationships with women and other women, with women and men, with women in society? Uh, and that is going to be complicated. There's going to be good and bad. There's going to be redemption and falls. There's going to be successes and failures. Uh, and we see that here from the very beginning, that God in redeeming Adam and Eve, uh, but also saying, hey, there's going to be some there's going to be some difficulties between you guys now, right? Because of sin, there's going to be some difficulties. This isn't uh, a punitive curse. This is just a statement of reality of what our relationships are like. And so um, for men, uh, as you listen to this series, as we read these passages together, right, we must understand uh, the worth of women in order for us to understand our own worth, in order for us to really reflect the image of God. And for women, it's something that we struggle with together, uh, to, for women to understand what their own worth is and how God sees them, and not just the expectations that God has, but actually the relationship um, that God has. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to the series. Uh, I think it'll be really awesome, and uh, hope you would do too.